Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi, everyone. I'm Mel, and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. So welcome to all the first-time or long-time listeners to the show. And today's show is a narcissistic central show. And it's a little bit of a blend of uh, narcissistic central information and also, too, about empowerment, uh, manifestation information. And today's show is really a moving on show it's really about giving you some tools and some deeper understanding of energetic laws and the laws of life, which is really the truth, and the truth sets us free, so it can help you move on. So today's show is about belief and behaviors, and during this show, I'm going to be talking about beliefs and behaviors, and this show will grant you a deep understanding of how you can change the behaviors that you know you're doing that aren't serving you. And what is really necessary in order to create this change? And I'm going to be giving you some real life examples in this show that I really hope will allow you to understand how you can change yourself to experience a different life durably and authentically. So this is granting you a deeper understanding of how to move out of narcissistic abuse and how to move on. But it's not also just about narcissistic abuse. It's about every area in your life that you want to move forward into that you may have been struggling with. So when we do want to change our life and we want to move forward out of pain and into recovery, we usually try to change our behavior. And we really wish that we could do things differently. We want to not react to the narcissistic hooks We don't want to get caught up in the manic and mindless battles that take place with a narcissist and we don't want to feel so devastated and powerless that we can't stop ourselves checking up on his or her Facebook account or wanting to know what's going on in his or her life. In other words, we don't want to feel so powerless that we can't really let go to claim our new life. And we know that to stop doing this, to stop doing what hurts, we know we need to change our behavior. We need, we know we need to stop reacting to the narcissist trying to hook us. We know that we need to stop 
trying to force the account the, the narcissist to be accountable or get it or act like a normal human being and we know that we've got to stop checking up on their life we know we have to change our behavior and we know that every time we go back in there that we do the same behavior you know it hurts and you know it makes you feel drained incensed heartbroken and agonized every time that you do it so you really do know most of us understand that if I stopped doing it I get email after email from people that say why do I keep doing this I know I've got to stop doing it but I can't stop myself doing it why don't I stop doing this and I felt exactly the same when I was back in those hooks absolutely so what we might do because it is a bit like touching a hot stove every time we touch it it burns us it hurts and we know it hurts but yet why do we keep doing the same behavior so when we hit a point where we're in this same behavior and the behavior may even be as simple as which is one of the most profoundly devastating things we can do the behavior may be that we can't stop thinking about it we can't stop obsessing about it we can't go a day an hour five minutes without thinking about the pain and obsessing that's also a behavior that we know we need to stop doing if we want to move on so we may hit a point where we try and do something to stop the behavior so we ask people how do I stop doing this how can I stop we might go to a psychologist or a counselor to find out how to behave differently or we may read copious amounts of information to try to do something different to try to change our behavior in order to stop the pain now the problem with all of this is we may not understand yet what is really necessary in order to change our behavior so I want to explain something to you I want to explain this the truth of the matter is how everybody behaves is right for them at the time everybody is behaving based on their model of the world so let's just stop and have a look at the world as we know it we know that everyone in the world can and does operate in a specific way regardless of the results that it creates, creates for themselves or others because the truth is everyone regardless of what they do is acting out as per their model of the world in that moment and this is without exception we know that there are people that purposely kill other people we also know, there are we also know that there are people that blow themselves up whilst killing other people suicide bombers we also know that there are people just as mother Teresa did who walk the streets at night offering blankets and hot cups of soup to people now the killers and mother Teresa type people do not do what they do or did simply because somebody told them to they did these things because these actions were created from a level of very deep belief 
So now let's have a look at like the model. Okay, we might be able to understand our beliefs of being humanitarian, of being empaths. We they say, okay, well look, I'm not not up to what Mother Teresa did, but I can get how she could do that. Okay, now let's have a look at something like a suicide bomber. Now let's have a look at a suicide bomber. Most of us cannot get in any shape or form how somebody can blow up a trainload of people and blow up themselves in the process. Now let's take it to an even more profound, bizarre level. Can any of us believe that the mother of a suicide bomber, knowing he's been raised to be a suicide bomber since the age of about 10 years of age, is going to detonate himself at 19 years of age and be happy, at peace, and even exalted about that? Can we get that? You and I can't. Most people can't. And that is the power of belief. The suicide bomber believes that he is going to be deeply rewarded in heaven, his version of heaven, as a result of doing what he did. His mother believes the same thing and his mother also believes that it is going to bestow good fortune and a place in heaven for her and her family. Now that's the power of belief. And this is what I'm talking about today. So what happens is, now we cannot go to, we could not say to Mother Teresa, stop doing what you're doing, because she is deeply, powerfully motivated from a level of belief. Just like we cannot stop the suicide bombers doing what they're doing, because they are, all of their behavior is sponsored by belief. So the problem with our entire world and every single individual in it, including ourselves, is that we've all been focused on trying to change behavior. Now the truth of behavior is, for all of us, is that unless you address the belief that is causing the behavior, you will have very little, virtually none, or no power to change what you don't like what you're doing. You will not be able to change your behavior unless you address the belief that is creating the behavior. So for those of you that are moving forward and have been working on your inner identity, which is what all my work's about, if you've been working on your inner identity belief, you are understanding how this actually can change your behavior. You may understand now that hooking into the narcissist and games and poison, handing over narcissistic supply does not stop easily simply because you deciding that it hurts you and you shouldn't keep doing it. You may not yet have realized how powerful and essential the level of belief really is if you haven't gone to this level yet. It is true, you may not have been able to start rehooking with a narcissist from the level of thought that this hurts me and it's not good for me, akin to touching a hot stove and getting burnt every time you do it. You know it happens. But that is not addressing your belief as to why you're doing it. That's just a logical reason why not to do it. It's not your deep belief about why you're doing it. 
And because of that, the urge, the compulsion, and the pain is still going to keep coming up for you. And you may have been able to do no contact. You may have been able to stop the behavior of rehooking. But because you may not have addressed the deep beliefs that have been driving you to keep hooking in, it's still painful. The compulsion's still there. The addiction is still there. And you have to wrestle with it and struggle with it time and time and time again. So the limiting beliefs, and all of us have limiting beliefs. And when we have limiting beliefs, what happens is we can't stand in our own power. We can't easily do the behavior that serves us. That's what limiting beliefs causes. And when we're rehooking, even if it's just in the pain and the obsession of the thoughts, it's because we haven't addressed the belief that's driving that behavior. So our beliefs may be our own fears of abandonment. They may be the need to feel supported and validated by somebody outside of you and obviously a love potential or somebody we thought was our love partner is going to be a big target for that. Focusing on that person for your survival security or identity. So in other words, the belief is that this person is my source rather than I'm a source to myself. We may have had the beliefs that came from our primary role models that abused and did not validate or heal the abuse for us. We may have the belief, I cannot survive on my own without righting these wrongs, fixing this and making this right. And we may have the belief, without him or her being a source to me, I cannot be a source to myself. And so many more. I am only scratching the surface with that. I really am. So these beliefs are powerful drivers and they create the behavior of staying hooked. They create the behavior of going back in, of breaking no contact, of obsessing, of checking up. So in order to truly break free and move forward without the pain and the struggle with ourselves, these beliefs need to be addressed and they need to be transformed. So we could understand, as hard a task as it may be, that if the suicide bombers and his mothers inner beliefs about the reasons why to do that, why to do that behavior, if those beliefs were transformed, well, then there would be no reason for them to do it or to feel that way. We understand that. And that would be the only way that that could be stopped if those beliefs were transformed. And this is the problem with the whole planet, is everybody is seeking to reform behavior without addressing beliefs. So so when we have beliefs, they are powerful drivers and they keep us stuck. When you try to create new behavior, when your beliefs are still stuck in the old models, you're at war with yourself. If we just change the behavior without changing the beliefs, then the behavior is very likely to reinstate itself because the beliefs win. That's how it works. So this is why so many people who are trying to break habits and addictions fall over again. And that's any habit, addiction, 
or less than behavior that is not serving them. Now, narcissistic abuse is an enormous addiction. It's probably the big daddy of all addictions. And the reason it is so powerful is because we have so many beliefs that are driving it. And that's the same, you know, Alan Carr did amazing things for the world when he was the first person with quitting cigarettes who actually took it to a level of changing people's beliefs. And that's why he had great success with the method and his method is still going today. So, so this is why what happens is when we've been narcissistically abused, it's the people that aren't addressing the beliefs regarding their behavior of staying hooked that will repetitively break no contact. And I hope you can understand why now as per the information I'm giving you. So how to move forward by addressing belief. For those of you who are moving forward and out of the pain and the narcissistic clutches, the main reason you are doing so is because you have been addressing and changing your beliefs that have been sponsoring your behavior. You've been able to realize that certain previous beliefs that you had about yourself and love were not working for you. And you've chosen to address these defunct beliefs and create healthier ones. And as such, you've experienced changes in your behavior. Now that's the switch from powerless to powerful. That's how we take our power back in life. Because you've been changing the beliefs that have been creating the behaviors. So when we, how to, we understand how to truly change our behavior, we can actually apply this to every limited area of our life that we wish to improve. Certainly not just narcissistic abuse. So let's use the example of maybe you have a desire to start your own business, but you know you're procrastinating. You know you haven't got started yet, despite really wanting to, you're not motivated, and you're not doing the applicable research. You're not doing the actions. And this desire to get going keeps bugging you, but you know you're stuck. So it's like your soul is saying, hi, let's get going. This is you. This is your expansion. This is who you are. This is the creative being you are. But yet there's something in you that's resisting and not behaving in the way that you want to, which is move forward. Or maybe... You want more time with your kids, but for some reason you keep sabotaging yourself and you always get caught up in more work. Or maybe you want to start doing more creative things such as writing, painting or dancing. Or maybe you want to have the courage to get out in life and meet more people. Or whatever it is that you want that you aren't doing. Now what happens if you just try to change your behavior on these topics without working on your beliefs it's not going to work. So instead of just trying to push through and be more motivated, you need to go to the reasons for why you aren't. And you need to look at transforming and healing those reasons. Your beliefs for doing something or not doing something are your reasons. You have to look at the reasons for why you are or aren't doing something. So just like the killer, his reason for killing is a belief 
that he's doing an act of service for his cause. Just as Mother Teresa, her reason for walking the streets late at night was her belief, her mission to serve God was to selflessly serve others. You have a reason. Now, your reason, belief, those words are synonymous. They mean the same thing. It's your reason why you are or aren't doing something. You cannot change what you are or aren't doing until you change your reason, until you change your belief from a reason of belief that isn't serving you to a reason belief that does serve you. And then what happens? What happens is when you change your reason belief, your behavior that you want will automatically happen. So understand this, any behavior that you do, especially compulsively, that does not serve you is attached to reasons for why you're doing this. And unless you go deep within yourself to realize and heal and change these reasons, you're going to have a battle with changing any behavior that is not serving you. So if you do, if you do, address and change your beliefs, then the new behavior is going to fall into place all by itself because now you have deep inner reasons for doing something differently. So I really, really help hope that makes sense to you. And that's really what my whole message is and especially with narcissistic abuse recovery. The truth of the matter is contemporarily driver full recoveries are unknown of and they're certainly unproven and the reason is because it is all based on an old system and that old system has so many parts of it that really don't work and don't go deep enough and one of the major parts of that is seeking to try and change your behavior without working deeply on your beliefs that doesn't work and what I do observe time and time again, it is the people that take it, like I did, who take it to a deeper level of working on the reasons and beliefs as to why we behave a certain way, then are able to create the behavior that does service, able to create the detachment, able to create the thinking differently instead of thinking obsessively, the ability to create the behavior that does keep us safe, safe and healthy and moving on and creating a great life. So that's it for me. That's the radio show for today. So I hope it's really helped. And I'll be back on next week. And lots of love, everybody. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.